<laughs> you have to get, oh, that's all, good. get it all over. That's good. You're already on. <laughs> hey, welcome to Comic Culture, the radio show that's already on. Yeah, so it is already on. It's a podcast. <laughs> you, know too. What's, you know what's going to happen? Is it's already going to be off for a lot of our listeners, that's for sure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? You never know. I mean, if we've had them for this long already... Yeah, you know, they're just glutton for punishment. Gluttons for punishment. Hey, I'm Walt. I'm Chris. And today we also have a special guest on the show. We have John Bitterman. Howdy, all. Uh, Well, glad to be here. Glad to be here. There you go. Perfect. Man of many words. Man of many words. All right. Hey, John, um, it's good good to have you here. You're going to be, what do you call the guy that that comes off from the side when, um, when, you know, you and I are... Pinch hitter? (laughs) Clutch? Let's keep. Let's just keep moving along. The, so, the, the the guy with the, the guy the guy that normally has that big long hooks and tries to get people off the show. That's right. Yeah, that's that's hook. what John is. That's what John yeah. is. I'm a hook. What, what were those guys called? Those guys. Those usually on those old uh, vaudeville, vaudeville shows. And the big big uh, umbrella hook. Yeah, yeah, if you were yeah, really yeah, bad. Yeah. What was that show, Chris, in the seventies? That was the gong show. The gong, the gong show. show. They didn't have the hook, but they had the they gong. They had the gong. That's yeah. right, yeah. They had the gong. Yeah, wasn't, I remember there was some sort of conspiracy around the guy that was actually the host of the gong show. Wasn't he like, like see, they said some he was like CIA. I, oh, was he? I, I, well, they, he said he was. Oh. He was part of a member of the CIA and then find out that it was just all BS anyways. Right, right. Uh, uh-huh. I remember uh, my favorite was Gene Gene the Dancing Machine. Oh, yeah. That was, guy was awesome. Was he the guy that was always on, but always got, like he was on a number of times? Yeah, he was on a number of times. He basically come on and dance really, really terribly. Yeah, yeah. But they've got standing ovations. Stuff. Right, so, right. It's it's a show. You know what? I use that show as a model for our show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> putting out something really, really terrible. Well, okay. So here, here's the thing. Here's, here's, the, here's thing. the thing. Here's the thing. Um, could there ever be a like a, a game show thing for comic books? Like, could you ever do anything like that? Yeah, but you know what it would be? Well, it would be like. Uh, like Jeopardy or uh, oh, like a I'd trivia like to buy trivia a bowl type trivia thing or tri- yeah, it would be Tri- a trivia, trivia show. show. Okay, and then that wouldn't. Be yeah, good. Could, couldn't you do some? Couldn't you do something else where you have to? I don't know, beat up a villain or something like that? Or <laughs> oh, I don't know. But there would be uh, derivatives of it. There would be like you know, what's my life or whatever. You, you don't know the guy, right? And the guy gives you the clues, and he's behind uh, the, yeah. the, the curtain, right? And, right, and, and then. Really, it's like the Riddler is the one hosting it or something. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See? Yeah, yeah. It could be something I think we're like on to something here. I think we are. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure what, but... Yeah, we're, we're on something, more like... We are on something. Hey, speaking of on something, this show uh, today is fueled by um, one of our favorite sponsors. Actually, they're not a sponsor. We just drink their... We just drink their crap. booze. I mean, yeah. they're good stuff. But we'd uh, like them to be a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, Proper 12 Irish Whiskey. Yep. Um... It's uh, triple distilled. Ooh, nice. So you know. Good. And, uh, N- none of that double distilled no, stuff. Yeah, no. That's, that's not good enough. No, Insufficient. No. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's hitting the spot and it's fueling the show today. So, um, Chris, what, what are we going to talk about today? I don't remember. <laughs> nice. Weren't we going to talk about... Um, uh, what were we going to talk about? Hold game on. shows? Game? No, it wasn't the, it wasn't the game shows. D-listers. 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 Thank D-listers. God somebody's awake. Oh okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the we, thing. We were having a conversation before the show, uh-huh. and Walter brought up, you know, it's amazing how now with the advent of movies, I'm going I'm to paraphrase basically what you're saying. Okay. It's amazing now how with the advent of movies, how, you know, any character, uh, whether it's a, an A-lister or a D-lister can be 
a top tier character. Right. Right. Because, you know, okay, everybody thought that Iron Man was pretty much like a B or almost C list character. Probably Bef- B. Before the movies. Before okay. the movies. Yeah. But after the movies, he became top tier A. Top tier A. So the jump from like B to A yeah. wasn't a big, not B a big minus jump. to A. Yeah. Plus. B minus A. C plus to yeah. A. Not, not a big mm-hmm. leap. But then you get like Guardians of the Galaxy. And that's, you're right. like, whoa. Where's this coming from? That's like D list. That's like D E listers, and all of a sudden they became A listers. Right, right. So my thought on it, and then you cut me off. Go wait. <laughs> well, don't say another word. Well, because we're going to spoil we're it. Save it for the show. Yeah. Like I'm not going to remember for the show because <laughs> no. sometimes you have a thought and it's there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? it's fleeting. But um, luckily, I think I do remember. Oh, well, that's good. Phew. And, and my my argument was, what were we talking about? D-listers. D-listers. And where were we? Your argument about D-listers becoming A-listers. <laughs> you had a great train of thought going. Yeah, yeah. cut you off earlier. You were on the uh, Oh, right. No, I've, I've B- lost D-listers becoming A-listers. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, crap. Uh, I honestly can't remember now. Okay, so Guardians of the Galaxy... Are 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 uh, like they're not red in comics. Like they were, no, they were red in comics. Not really. Listen, listen. The gist of it was this. And now it's coming the back. Gist. To me. The gist of it was this. Give me the gist. Uh, comic book fans, yeah, are fickle. Not they're not fickle, but they're um, they're yeah. entrenched. They're 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 they, they've invested their life into uh, the body of work of comics right and so there is an established hierarchy within comics within the publishing uh, realm within the fan base of comic books only right so if you're a comic book collector and you have been one of the comic book collectors mm-hmm. of many that have collected comics say in the last 60 years right you belong to that elk Ilk. Right. Is it elk or Il- ilk? Ilk. ilk? Ilk. What's an elk? Uh, it's an animal that runs around with has <laughs> that's horns. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. It's, this is an ilk. Okay. So you it's be- an ilk. You belong to the ilk. Cousin of the, the moose. Ilk. Cousin yeah. of the moose. Cousin, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then it seems like when you're in that ilk, you buy into the traditions, the customs, uh, the the hierarchy. You, you, you kind of buy. Yeah, I'm sure your buddy there, what's his name? Uh... Uh, he's a big Blue Beetle fan. Right. Oh, yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian. But like, he knows he's out in left field. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. He knows. Goes. Yeah, I don't know why I like <laughs> Blue Beetle, but I like yeah, Blue Beetle. He, that's right? Brian. Yeah, he knows that. Yeah. 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 So it's like, but you know, generally, you know, we all know as comic aficionados that you know, top tier is Batman. Top tier is Spider Man. Right. Uh, uh, Ragula. What's the girl's name? <laughs> Ragula. I like Ragula. I think she makes uh, pasta. Yeah, she pasta. does yeah. <laughs> on the side. On the side. <laughs> Who's the one in, in Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, oh, uh, I don't remember her uh, Gamora. 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 How do you not Gamora. remember Gamora. Harry Gamora? <laughs> Harry Gamora. <laughs> there should be a character named Ragula. Though. Ragula. I like that. Ragula. Um, Gamora. So Gamora, Ragula, they're all like, you know what I'm saying? Like us old guard. Yes. Oh, you know, we think, eh, you know, they're minor characters, right. two-bit characters. Right. right, Wouldn't give them the time of day if they right. walked into a bar. Right, well, right. okay, Here, here's, here's, my, here's my thoughts on, I've got two thoughts. Two thoughts. Two thoughts. <laughs> the first is any character, and we've talked about this before on the show, any character 
at all yeah. is is what I would say is just an Alan Moore story away from being an A-lister character, mm. right? I was uh, I was uh, part of the whole Captain Canuck revival in 2014, right? Right. Uh, Richard Cumley, good friend. Uh, we started the Captain Canuck revival. Right. Uh, Fatty Akeem, all of us. We were into the Captain Canuck revival. Chapter House Publishing. We uh, we we got the old guard, George Freeman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Claude Saint yep. Alban. All, all the old artists from the seventies, and and then we got uh, Kalman. Uh, yeah. Tr- you know, and a whole bunch of people were coming in, the old and the new, and and. And we were trying to resurrect Captain Canuck. Right. Right. And Calman did great. They re-imaged it with a couple other guys. And yep. they had a good story arc going. And, and it was going well. We had, uh, I remember uh, selling it at the shop. And we had like 45 subs, subscriptions, you know, monthly pull list subscriptions right, right. for Captain Canuck. That's good. Starting out. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's like, really good. You know, that's like um, Iron Man level. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's yeah. not maybe Spider-Man and Batman level, but it was yeah, Iron Man no, level that's good. for our story. Yeah. And so that's great. It started off great. And then, um, you know, people kind of fall off a little bit slowly and stuff. But I always thought when what you said, you know, my shtick was, hey, uh, you know, let's try to get Darwin Cook. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dar- Mr. Cook was still alive at the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's try to get Darwin Cook. It would have been great if we could uh, get some, you know, because what he did with... Um, um, what was the New Frontier? Oh, new, yeah, yeah, New yeah. Frontier. Um, um, I think I think it was New Frontier. Yeah, he did new, DC's yeah. New Frontier. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I go, but to your point, let, let, you need one arc, one, one arc. Frank Miller, yep. uh, Born Again. You know, you're, yep. you're in my yep. favorite. Yeah, one Alan Moore yep. arc yep. Uh, away. One top edge creator, top edge artist doing one thing. That'll bring in the non-fans because they're the fans of the creator. Right. Right? And then that will create fans of the character. Well, well you'd right? hope anyways. Yeah. Now, well, it will. The only, the, see, and, but and we, then, never, we never did that. Well, the only, the only thing wrong with... Well, I mean, it's unfortunate you couldn't do it. But the only thing wrong with... with, with the other thing that happens is... You know, we're talking about people falling off. You know, uh-huh. not, not uh, continuing buying it. Uh, there has to be consistency as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, you know fans become really uh, irritated when their their book doesn't come out on a regular schedule, or if it becomes, I mean, until you reach the the the, the levels of like a Mike Mignola or somebody like that, and you can just put out whatever you want when you want, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, they want to have consistency too, right? And I know that Chapter House was sort of had issues with that. Well, as we got in later, as we started hitting some road bumps, right? Yeah. But, you know, like I said, initially had we had, you know, a Darwin Cook come in yep. or, 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 or a Frank Miller or whatever. Or even, uh, what's the guy's name that drew Spider-Man, uh, Venom? Uh, Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane, right, another right. Canadian yeah. guy. Uh, had we had him develop a story arc for yep. Canuck or something like that, um, maybe that just would have... We, we had a half-decent head start that kind of... A little bit sputtered. Yeah. But had we had like a running start from then, maybe yeah. we would have got a lot further is my point. But, yeah. Uh, well, okay. So here, here's here's what I'm going to ask you. Okay. So based on what we were just talking about, based on the fact that, you know, any character can become a, 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 an A-lister. Right. And right now, right now, Marvel is hot. Mm-hmm. Back in, you know, 20, 30 years ago, DC was hot. Yeah. Hotter. Uh who has more A-listers, Marvel or DC? 
like more A-listers as of right now, as of or right more now, potential A-listers. Well, uh, both. Let's go with. with let's I think Marvel has more of both. Hands more down. of both, hands yeah. down. Yeah, hands yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But based on even what we were talking about with any character possibly becoming an A-lister, you still, okay. you still think that Marvel has more than, than okay, DC. Okay, let's run down, let's say, really quickly, the top 10 DC A-listers. Okay. Batman. Yeah. Super. Superman. Batman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Batman. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. <laughs> Batman. Is Green Lantern an A-lister? I think so. No, he's not. I think so. No, he's not. He had the whole Sinestro hey, came War around and in all the 1940s. that stuff. And... He came around in 1940 or whenever it was. Yeah, but so, so did Batman. What does it matter with how old yeah, he is? Batman's still delivering. Batman's still producing. So is Batman's... Green Lantern. No, he's are you not. Talking, are you talking about... Just popularity, the, the just viability, viability characters? of the character. Yeah, Batman's got one through 20, sure. Yeah. Characters okay, or but, titles? Okay, but that's my point. I guess but that's my he's still an A-lister. I think Green Lantern, I think John's right. I think he's still an A-list character. Now he's not, he maybe He's an A-list character to a couple of comic weebs <laughs> that I'm sitting beside sharing some proper 12. Okay, with. okay, hold on. But hold he's on. not an A-list character to all the young people listening to us right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, don't, I disagree. Okay, what about The Flash? Same. No, I completely disagree. Well, he's had a he's had a, a show for, to show for the last ten years, but you probably don't even know about these things. Nobody watched. Yeah, I know you don't because you don't know about anything. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. He's with been you. on a couple of big movies. Lately, he's been in movies. The, he's had he's had his own show for the last eight years. Justice League, eight years. Yeah, you're looking at me like uh, what? There's a show. But then, if yeah. you're going to use the show, then you have the the sister show, Green Arrow. Green Arrow. I wouldn't call I wouldn't Supergirl. call him an A-lister. Supergirl. Supergirl. So there's so Supergirl has her own show, but I wouldn't necessarily call her an A-lister. No. Hey, that's Laura Vandervoot. Was, wasn't it? Laura Vandervoot. Vander. What? Who? The Canadian actress that did, was uh, played Supergirl. I know. Her name is Melissa Benoit or something. Never like mind. That. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all Canadian. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, okay, but I don't think I think I think DC is putting these characters out in media, but I don't think they're resonating. I think they're just kind of I think they have enough of an audience to sustain, you know, the Cartoon Network uh schedule of, you know, we need 67,000 people watching this a week right. in order not to cancel it or whatever. I'm exaggerating, of course, but uh I just don't I don't think they're like I, I'll give you an example. Okay. I'll give you an example. Um, a guy like Silver Surfer. Yeah. From Marvel. Yeah. There really hasn't even been any pro, uh, any media out for this guy, but this guy's an A-lister all of a sudden. No. There's, there's buzz around Silver uh, Surfer, even in, in popular culture. There's only a buzz around him because there's a possibility of him being in a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. He is not an A-list character. Oh, uh, he's an A-list character. He, maybe because you're making money off him. That's the only way you're seeing it. He is not an A-list character. We're not character. talking about merchandise. And, yeah, we're not talking about how much money is going in on, on, on Fantastic Four comics. Oh, I, and the I, general I, populace. Well, we should press stop and start the show over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. Silver no. Surfer is not A-lister. Silver Surfer is an A-lister. Not even close. Not even Not close. even close. No. no way. So a guy like Green Arrow is more popular than the Silver Surfer. I said Green Lantern. <laughs> huh? I said Green Lantern. Oh, somebody green. Like Kermit the Frog is more popular. <laughs> I, I would say that Green Lantern is, a, is more of an, an A-lister than Silver Surfer is. For sure. No, I, I disagree. I think with I think I think with um, 
with non-comic people. Obviously, I guess more would know because of Ryan Reynolds. Right. right? Yeah. More would know who right. Green Lantern is, right. but they wouldn't give two shits about it. Nobody him. would give two shits about Server Surfer. You tell me, you name me one non-comic person that even remotely has an, an inkling of Silver Surfer. Jim. Jim, exactly. Yeah. Jim doesn't know sweet F all. Um, all right. So, Marvel's ability to create A-listers, though, is better than DC's I will agree with you on that. Yes, I will agree with you on now, that. Now, are we talking about Marvel the movie machine, the MCU? Marvel as a... Because before... A Disney, let's say. Before the, the, they started this whole train, I think they were on par. Maybe. And again, I, I, now, this is a layman's perspective. I'm not anywhere near the, the stratosphere you guys are at, but before that the movies... Stratosphere. 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 Yeah, yeah. No stratosphere. Um, before, you know, the, was the Hulk and the... And I would agree with you. Before, because their their machine, their movie machine is, like, on point, yeah. way ahead of... But it's not just the movie machine, it's the streaming services machine, it's... Uh... But it's the movies that, that really launch them. Because the streaming services don't... Don't uh, you mean bought by Disney? That, Disney, that sort yeah. of thing, but right? I mean they're putting out. Uh, I don't know. Um, but what fed that? It was those movies, wasn't it? Yes and no. I mean uh, the 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 TV show did wonders for Luke Cage. But yeah. that but you wouldn't have had that without the, without the original success of the Marvel movies. Yeah. But Luke Cage wasn't in any movie, was he? Nope. He was in a sh- no. He was in the show. Right. But he, but there, I think Marvel was willing to take chances because they had had success. Of everything okay, else. Okay, it doesn't matter though. They've established now, they've established another vehicle now for uh, getting those D listers out in front of the public right, to I turn agree. them into A listers. Absolutely, yes. It, w- it was only just uh, movies before in 2008, 2009, but right. now it's all, all their streaming services. Right, as well, right, right. So, I mean, I mean, the power of a goddamn trailer these days. <laughs> oh, can, I know, it's crazy. Can almost turn a. True. Well, D-lister into an A-lister, and, and how about um, Marvel's? I think Marvel also. I honestly think they're strategically better positioned to uh, take characters that would fit into you know the like the big social changes of today, like mm-hmm. like you know uh, Captain Marvel, yeah, right, yeah, um, and, and they're really jumping on all that. Agree, agree. Of, of okay. Well, you know, you and, know what and, I mean. And this is, and this is, I mean, this is part of the problem. I don't know if you want to call it a problem or not. Is Miles Morales an A-lister? Of course he is. Sure he is. In every single media possible, sure. he has even hit film, but he's already an he's A-lister. He said, "Well, he's yeah, he's he's animated. He's an animated, yeah. Okay, he's, but he's an A-lister extraordinary. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I'll give I'll give you that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I, I think I think part of the problem is that from the, from the conception of all these characters. You know, Marvel has always been able to produce characters that are more relatable. So, yeah. you know, that's. I mean, and I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not defending DC at all mm-hmm. because I, I agree. Marvel is doing a much better job at all of this. Yeah. Uh, it just amazes to me that Marvel can produce more A-listers than DC, in spite of the fact that DC has this amazing roster of characters that they could make into A-listers. But they can't turn them into something people... It's like, you know, you and I... Sure, you're an I old Flintstones analogy. Okay. Best product in the world ever in history, but not... You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, and nobody gives two craps about it. But, but, okay, but nobody gave two craps about Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, but I'm talking about today. I'm talking about the ability to turn something old into something liked today. I'm, and I'm saying DC can, can still do that. When? Well, 
I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. They have to get off their butts and do it. And how? <laughs> Hire great writers. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the and day, that's a trick. At the end of the day, they gotta, in some respect, mirror copy what Marvel has done. Uh-huh. They get a nobody name. I barely knew that Guardians of the Galaxy existed. Uh, I somewhat knew that Stark existed minimally. They're both D-listers, as far as I'm concerned. And again, I'm the layman here, so right. right. Um, what they were able to do with that property. Astounding! Can DC do the same? Absolutely, as long as they get the proper writing. They haven't achieved that yet. No the proper near. writing in the comic or the proper writing in the movie? No, in the, mo- <laughs> in the I, movies. I, I think in the movies. I think the movies are much more prevalent, and that will feed. It didn't used to be like this in the old day. And I'm, yeah. again, I'm speaking to two pros here. I'm sure you used to work the other way around, but the movies will feed the the, the comic books. Right. Right. Other yeah. than the, the core, really. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, in terms of, and if we bring it all around back to, you know, comic collecting. Right. You know, um, the whole, what Marvel's been doing the last, really, 12 years, let's say. 13 years, yeah. if you count Iron Man, like the first one. Um, it, it's been a boon to every oh, single yeah. comic collector. Never, never mind collector. But investor, yeah. a flipper, they changed a the speculator. Industry. They changed the industry. Yeah, it's, didn't they? it changed the industry. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it uh, um, revolutionized and, and, and invigorated and, and grew so, the back issue comic market so, to levels uh, that are scary. So you know? let, me, let me ask you this then. Yeah. So, a few shows back, we talked about whether or not what would happen if DC sold off or Warner Brothers sold off. DC's characters mm. to allow somebody else to handle them. Mm. Do you think that would be a good thing or a bad thing? <clears throat> Depends on who got them, I guess. Who's going to do right by them? I, you I, know, maybe it would. Maybe it would inject new blood into these characters mm-hmm. because these characters. You got to remember, these characters are 80, well, 80 years old. Yeah. Really, really, the question is: Can Disney do better with the DC characters than Warner? If it was, Disney. you're not going to give it to. Uh, <laughs> AMC or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't, sure. I don't even yeah. know if they're a... No, I, I know what you mean, you know, yeah. I don't crave know. or whatever yeah. these independent yeah. uh, um, things are. Uh, you're not going to give it to them. No. You know, the, the only place to take a character like, you know, Green Lantern... Yeah. ...is to Disney. If you're not going to go with, with, with Warner, right? If you're it's not going to go with Warner, the, then you got to... The only, the only other... The only people that have it if Warner can't do it there's only one uh, one of the company that can, that can is what you're saying right I don't, I don't know if I agree with that but I think they, they're the ones that certainly have the mo- amount of clout and money to be able to do it I don't know if they're the only ones that can do it yeah. but they would have the best chance right so what you're saying though is that there might be something inherent in, in the way the DC characters are created that that doesn't allow the well, that's Marvel what, way to. I was going to say that because Marvel. So I didn't mean to cut you off. Marvel has <laughs> has this has characters that are really down to earth and really you, you can relate to them. DC has always had characters that are are real, almost literally like godlike, God-like. right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's hard for you know you think of a character like Superman. Well, how do you you know Superman? How do you defeat Superman? We well, have to somehow create a character that becomes bigger and stronger than Superman, right? Okay, let me ask you both. Uh, what did you, did you like or dislike compared to the ones that came before when they turned the third Thor movie into the comedy, into the Marvel kind of Thor mm. movie, rather than the mythos kind of uh, mythology first two Thor movies? I, 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 thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought it was refreshing and an, an interesting take. What do you think? 
Um, I, I I appreciated it, and, and I also kind of got thrown by it because while I did appreciate it, it, it took off right. It's sort of its own little niche market as far as viewership. Um, but I thought it not that it disrespected what word. it had built up. Yeah, that's yeah. a good word. But it but it did sort of keep it aside. You know, like neglect. A, yeah, yeah, not almost. Not neglect, yeah, not neglect. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah it, it definitely didn't didn't pander to what what it had built up. Right, for Thor, right, right. Well, it, did, it certainly didn't stay. It's funny because we're always talking about how stay Marvel true. needs to. Anyway, you know, it was always if you're going to make a Marvel movie, you got to stick to the the the, the core canon, right? The core you, canon. You got to stick right. to whatever whatever's come out in the comics. That's what you got to stick to. Yeah, and then. You know, Thor does that for two movies, and yeah. you know, first one was good, second one was wah wah wah, yeah. and then you know, the third one comes out, and it's not canon, it's not yeah. anything, yeah, 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 it's yeah. and it's, it's fantastic, it's yeah. just fun, it's yeah. frivolous, exactly. right? Exactly. But do you think that you know, I don't know, look, like, that movie didn't come out during the during COVID times or anything like that, but maybe it was just a sign of the times even before that, saying people just wanted to to you know go away and and come out and watch a, a, something that they could completely forget about and just have a yeah, fun. But I, I think I think it comes full circle around to our point that we're talking about today. The first movies were made for the the comic book fans, right? Mm. The Thor comic book fans, those, those hardcore. Kirbyites yep. that uh, you know wanted you know their Thor and the and, and the pros to be old Norse you know English, yeah. well, old English really but but you know what I mean and, and and it was like wait a minute you know and it's almost like Guardians of the Galaxy it's like, yeah, we don't need to do Thor that way we need to do Thor for the young kids right forget about the comic right. fans yeah. and to your point it worked yeah and what, totally which is did. kind of where the conversation is coming around to it's it's. You don't make movies for the canon fans. No. You make movies for the new fans you're going to create yeah. that are already smitten by this whole idea of of uh, comic book characters, but they're not they're not handcuffed or bound or or or, or um, blinded on by canon in terms of whether they're going to like it or not. Right. Right. right? Do you think that that movie would have done as well had the first two movies not come out? I no. don't know. That's because point. Yeah. well, can't because you don't have any context as to where the character comes from. It might have done not done as well to establish fans, right? But I don't know. I think the general population would have found that a super fun movie. Would would they? I don't know. I, I think don't, so. I, I think it was a fun movie. Well, it was, but it was also fun. Yeah, I guess it was fun. I just think it's it's it's. But within, you need to establish it first. I think, like Walt said, the third one was. Was fun and sort of frivolous almost, but it didn't, you know, look back to its its the creation of Thor and so on. Um, but you need to establish that first, right, right? And then jump off from there and make something. It's again off it's, to the it's, side. It's almost. like I, I don't think I'd want to have a full movie about you know Party Thor or Fat Thor or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> uh-huh. As mu- as much as I loved him, love that portion in Endgame. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if I want to have. Another full movie that's just frivolous of itself. Of, of itself. No, yeah, you no. know, I, I remember a long time ago. But that's the evolution. Of well, that the is the evolution. Yeah. But I remember a long time ago, I, I was watching this uh, this documentary about Happy Days. Believe it or not, I'm getting to the, getting to something here. And uh, well, and uh, so when Happy Days first came out, 
Fonz, they didn't expect the Fonz to be the great hit that it was. Right. But he was. Right. Enormous hit. Everybody loved him. Uh, hey. Hey. <laughs> and, uh, and they approached Henry Winkler and said, we want to do a show just called The Fonz. We get rid of all the other Happy Days stuff. Get yeah. rid of it. And he said, no. He goes, because you know what? Who wants to watch a half an hour of A, A, A? Right? The whole old, thing is just old, for, a full, for a full season of just that, right? Yeah. Who wants that? Nobody. But in and of itself, as part of an ensemble, where it was fantastic. I know. It was just the, the, that little touch that you needed. So yeah. is that little touch of Ragnarok that we got with that Thor movie just enough? Mm-hmm. And now we go back to traditional movies? Or what's I mean? We guess we'll find out with Love and Thunder, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I got now that you want to segue. I, I know I've done this on the show before, but I don't care because I'll do it again. <laughs> Favorite moment in Happy Days history? Oh dear, not the jumping of the shark, is it? No, okay. it was terrible. <laughs> that was uh, you, you had uh, you had um, Richie, Richie, Potsy, and Ralph. Mm-hmm. They found a stack of Playboys. <laughs> Okay. And uh, they were looking through them, and uh, Potsy Weber was kind of the Ralph Moff was the redhead. Yeah. Potsy Weber was the nerdy guy, the preppy nerdy guy. And uh, they, they, and, and they, and they, we don't see it, of course, but they fold out the centerfold. Remember the old Playboys, John? Remember the old Playboys? I, I, I yeah. think uh, I loosely yeah, 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 recall. The yeah, yeah, yeah. centerfold. Yeah, and of course, yeah. the three of them, like young teenage kids, they're looking at it, gawking. Oh my sure. God. As and, one would, and, and, yeah. and Richie goes, "Wow!" and 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 Ralph goes, "Oh!" and 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 uh, Potsy goes, "Oh!" Imagine her in a sweater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Best moment in Happy Days history, right there. Yeah, you, you see that one, and then you can leave the, the show forever. You're right, <laughs> but, I, but um, I, I, I do also like the one where uh, you know. Uh, he had to, um, you know. Uh, sorry, when R- Richie was uh, in that, uh, he lost all that money during the the, the when he was playing poker. Ah, uh-huh. and then he had, then his dad had to go and, and bail him out. That's right, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Anyways, listen. Yeah. Anyway, so so D-listers in comics, uh, moving to A-listers in other media, really not necessarily in other media, but just in in, in the public perception is obviously a good thing all around. It's good for comic collectors and speculators and sure, investors sure. And, and people that want to have their comics wanted. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. And, uh, and it's good for um, fans because they're getting, you know, and it's also, I think it's a good lesson for us old crusted uh, yeah, yeah, thing yeah. to, you know, you don't know what you got. No, you, you know, don't. Not, not until it's gone, but yeah. until somebody else sees the, that that you you know the thing that you thought well, was you know is actually was garbage yeah and actually that, a diamond yeah and as now yeah for yeah. sure so uh, it's a good thing it's it's like a it's a way to make us as old established comic things to have a second look yeah and 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 not be swayed by that default thing that we were brought into because yeah. you know what think about when you came into comics Chris when I came into comics yeah. there were already established norms that you know we just bought into right away Spider-Man yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Superman and Batman you know I'm sure we liked them per se but I also think that we thought we were supposed to like you know mm. what I mean well, it's, it's funny. too strong a thing to no, say you, you make a great point because I remember when I first got into comics there was a couple of series that had started and were either just 
ending or had already just ended uh, that people would say, oh, man, you got to read Nova. Uh-huh. And I remember going back and trying to get into, like, Nova. And I'm like, yeah. who cares? <laughs> right. Right? Because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I got into got into comics, you know, in, my, in the early 1980s. And uh-huh. Nova was, was just finishing around mm-hmm. then. Right. And I remember reading all these characters that are like, oh, man, why, why, did, why would you recommend Nomad? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, or all these yeah, other characters yeah. that were nobodies, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but there's uh, a there's a romanticism and, and, and it kind of like a badge of honor. It's almost like those guys, you know, those guys that love those underground bands. For sure. But they love them until they hit big. Yeah. yeah. And then they don't love you them anymore. You sold yeah. out, You man. sold out, man. man. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, oh, I loved Nova until he made it big. And now yeah. he sucks, now you know? Sucks. He's corporate, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, well, sort of a, a different take on that, that same theme. I, I keep telling... Both my kids, but most my seventeen-year-old, like what you like because you like it. Don't That's like right. what you like because you're told to like it. Yeah, but it's hard, John, to to, to it's hard to um, screen out the 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 cultural influences. For sure, you're right, especially but, but, as a youngster, right? Yeah, and, and you know what I mean. It's just like you know the the crowd is. I don't know. I mean, if you can get yourself to the point where you like it for you. Which is great, yeah. uh, and then there's nothing wrong with liking it for you, even Absolutely. after it hits big, though, yeah. right? You yeah. don't have to leave it just because it hit big, right? But um, I, I think it's the best place to be in terms just as, as a recap of everything. I think it's the best place to be. All the old, all our old D-listers yeah. becoming new A-listers yeah. to a new group of fans and stuff like that. Not only are they enjoying it, but I think it shakes us up a little mm. bit and makes us. You know, reassess absolutely, uh, and, and maybe good. kind of try to see what you know what what we missed the first well, time. And you know what's funny is that sometimes people, good like good writers, can go back and look at what the essence of a particular character is all about and scrape away all that crap that maybe we overlooked, but uh-huh. we still liked that character. But then yeah. newer mm-hmm. generations didn't like it because of all that excess crap. Yeah. But then the newer writers can kind of come in and say, like like uh, like a Frank Miller with Daredevil, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like he did. Yeah. You know, he kind of went in and said, you know, Daredevil is actually a really cool character, and, yeah. and created all these awesome things around him. Because right. remember, he was that was a character that was going to be you know uh, canceled. Oh man, it was brutal. Right? So yeah. Yeah. you know, a good writer can do that with almost any character yeah right so is the message then um by all means go out there and expand your horizons try the odd d list character or book see see what it might bring you individually or or ask someone else who's gone delving into the the obscure and ask what their opinion is and someone you 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 think has has sort of a similar taste and bent i I think the takeaway i think the takeaway for me, from this discussion, is is um, is not necessarily to give uh, something a chance, but um, is is actually it, it is like it, it's to give something a chance. It's like <laughs> you know what I, I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. It, it's like so don't that- don't um, let your old. Um, preconceptions and biases uh decide for you right Uh, um a character a a character may make sense if you just you know like you said give it a try right but giving d-listers a try in the comic book medium right 
doesn't mean that you're going to like them. But sure. listen, if you like you said, if if you read four D-listers that you, you you know like some classic maybe arcs that they they were in, yeah. if one of them hooked on to you and said, "Oh man, I didn't know that Blue Beetle was this yeah. cool," yeah, right? Yeah. And then you did yourself a great service. You you now have Blue Beetle in your corner as a, as a character that you really like, True right? And um, you know, and and then let let you know the whole apparatus that's going on right now in the world of the streaming services and the movies and the video games and the comics and everything like that let them you know flip these d-listers and and flip them into a-listers in in the general population but you know hopefully um you know you'll benefit from that too because i benefited from enjoying the movies uh, the guardian movies and stuff like that sure but um you know maybe then you know as a comic book guy i can go back and you know you know, I don't know. Rediscover? Re- rediscover, I guess, or, or, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I say just, you got to give, you got to, you got to not be closed-minded. You got to not be set in your ways would be the number one thing. And, and, and I think the general population isn't closed-minded, isn't set in their ways. I think it's the old comic guys that are. Yeah. I Touché. Agree. Yeah. Touché. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well said. All right. Listen, the mentor Walt is, I think, believed... I think he's done with his rant for the evening. Mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? I am. All right. Listen, uh, that's it's all we have for today. Uh, John Bitterman, thank you very much for being on the show today. Thanks, John. Pleasure being here, gentlemen. Thank you both both for having me. And uh, as you can tell, I'm not that bitter. <laughs> and we'll talk to you later. See you next week. Bye. Bye.